It's time for a brand new segment called Free Agent oh, Frenzy. With brand new music. Well, that's our frenzied music. Oh. Free Agent Negotiating just around the corner, so we're going to take a look at three superstars, starting with Kyrie Irving. Mark Cuban says it's not a Kyrie or bust situation, but he does want the star point guard back. Here's the tail of the tape, Brew. 20 games, 27 points, 6 assists. Shot 51% from the field, almost 40% from three. Yeah, but he did go 5-11, 16 games with Luka. So where do you want to see Kyrie end up? Well, look, looking at the around the league, I, I don't see, other than the Lakers, which I've said, you know, is the best fit for him. I don't see, like, another team where it's like, oh, that would be the place for Kyrie. You could have argued Phoenix before they got Bradley Beal, but obviously that's out. So I will say Lakers, but I'll throw this little caveat at you, Nick. And I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I, look. You have the same one I do. Let's just see. Is Minnesota. Oh, okay. Okay, Minnesota is going nowhere with their big three of Rudy Gobert, Carl Anthony Towns, and Anthony Edwards. So what about a Rudy Gobert? Can't have Mike Conley. Wait, with the more? Go deal ahead. for Kyrie sign and trade. Kyrie and Christian Wood. Because okay. I know the, cap, the the Mavs want to get off Christian Wood. Yeah. And they need defense, which Gobert would give for them. For the Mavs. And Conley. For the Mavs, it makes sense. Kyrie, Cat, and Anthony yeah. Edwards? No, Mattel, no, no, Hold no, up. Bro. Bro. bro the, Ma- the, the, the Minnesota Timberwolves. So you like it for Ma- the Mavericks? Though. Sure. Okay. The Minnesota Timberwolves just gave up. Walker Kessler, three other players, four draft picks for Rudy Gobert. And where are they going with that? I'm just telling you, if they make a big move, they're trading Carl Anthony Towns. They're not trading Rudy Gobert. Is that team... as they are now, better without Ky- than the team with Kyrie. I don't. The I actually think I, I, I you lose Rudy Gobert defensively. You then add Kyrie. I don't know. I just know that I just think Carl like Anthony Towns could I, be moved. Just a little. All right. Up. So here's where I would like to see him, and I think it is unlikely, but would help both teams. I would like to see a sign and trade with the Los Angeles Clippers. Mm-hmm. For either of them, I'd call the Clippers and say, "You pick. You you want to give us Paul George, who you already shopped, or you want to give us the better player, but with the far greater injury risk, Kawhi Leonard." Because here's what's happening: you guys are opening a new, brand new stadium that is your own. You need you, and you risk Kawhi and Paul George both being gone. They both have player options. You can have a guy who at the very least puts butts in the seats and can give you a point guard scoring punch. Meanwhile, for the Mavericks, it is the exact type of player you have to pair with Luka. Either one of those guys doesn't need the ball in his hands, can score, and can defend. It would shake the snow globe for both franchises that desperately need to shake it. Now, obviously, it is the, again... Kyrie is not nearly the player Kawhi is. But even with his unreliability, he's more available than Kawhi right. is. And Paul George, they were shopping him already. Kyrie. And so the thing is Kawhi, I, I don't see the Clippers giving Kyrie the long-term deal. Well, they I mean, they're not worried about the money. Ballmer's one of the richest men in the yeah, world, and they it, need it to make sure they have a star when that stadium opens. That is now a legit concern for them. That they, 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 so you, know, you would, if you're Dallas, you'd do it for Kawhi? In a heartbeat. And I would just be saying, gosh darn it, man. 
we we keep spinning the roulette wheel and trying to find Luca a second star, we're going to, at this point, we might as well go all in on the riskiest, but the highest upside. Because And again, you know that my belief that Kawhi is clearly damaged goods, right. but I think everyone would agree that Kawhi and Luca fit perfectly. Hmm. And they, and they complement each other. And you would be trading, you know, your questionable fit in Kyrie for their the, – the, no, I don't know. It's interesting. It's something. I think at the bottom of the end of the day, he's in Dallas. Yeah, I think so too. But that's not where I want to yeah, see him. Right. That's, that's not right. which yeah. that's not bad. Friend, It's supposed to be yeah. frenzy. Frenzy. You know? Sorry. We Next up, James Harden. Last time we saw Harden, he was walking off the court with nine points, five turnovers. And the Sixers lost an elimination game by 24 points. Here's the tail of the tape for the year. Not too shabby. Almost 70 games, 21 points, 10 assists. Yeah. So, Nick, where do you want to see Harden? Okay, not Houston, especially after the draft they just had. They took Eamon Thompson. They also then got Cam Whitmore, who a lot of people thought was going to be mm-hmm. a top 10 pick. Yeah. They already have Jalen Green, Jabari Smith. That one doesn't – Shingoon, sorry, it but I was just saying perimeter players. It didn't make yeah. sense before. I thought Phoenix might make sense, but they went with Beal. So, the answer is Philly. The answer is Philly with Nick Nurse and try to, you know, see if Embiid and Harden can get over the hump together. I will say, I think the exact same thing I just talked about with Kyrie is worth a call if you're Daryl Morey. just keep sending everybody to <laughs> the Clippers thing. You no. don't want to dump everybody. No, 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 no. But I'm saying for the same reasons that for the Clippers would, you know, in my fake world, consider it for Kyrie, I think they would consider it for Harden because of the fit and because he's you. He's from LA. He's from, like, I do think, and both, either one of those guys would Kawhi. fit well alongside. Like, oh, remember when I beat you guys? <laughs> <laughs> and so I, like, the, you know, but I think the answer's Philly. I, I don't see a fit anywhere else in the league. I gotta be honest. The whole league? Yeah. Do you, like, when you look at timetable of winning, mm-hmm. like, we're trying to win now or we're young, that's why Houston doesn't make sense. We got all these young guys that need the ball. We want to see who can play. I don't want to bring in James Harden for that. A lot of teams are in that position. And then if, if I'm trying to win a championship, I got to be honest, I don't feel like bringing in James Harden is helping me. As good as he is in the regular season, I just don't feel like I can count on him in the playoffs in the big games, or in at least that's some of the That's not a feeling. Games. That's a fact. Remember? Right. So, yeah. so if I'm one of these teams that's close, I'm like, nah, he's not getting us over the hump. So I think Philly is the place. And I actually think he has been using Houston to Drive up, up the, the value cost. with Philly. Yeah. Well, I, I think it's that, but I also think he'd be okay with going back there. I mean, he, he, he I mean, loved Houston, man. Loved he Houston. didn't quit. But he did love it. Go there in the offseason. Yeah. Okay. Maybe do a sign, do a them, sign right? and trade. Can that, will that work? Sign and trade? Yeah. For yeah. him to go to Houston? To go to Houston? But yeah. why? They don't even need they it. Have they, they, they got cap space. Are you trying to get Shingoon on the Sixers? I'm just trying to bring some, bring some of the young <laughs> guys to got, Philadelphia. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Finally, Mr. Triple Double. Russ would need to take a huge pay <laughs> cut to stay with the Clippers. Here's his numbers last year, including the playoffs. Only 26 games. Kind of mediocre. Eight and seven. But he had that three-game run against the Suns, 28, 30, and 37 points. All losses, though, Bruce, so a little bit of a mixed bag. Where do you want to see Russ? The Clippers. And I know they can only pay him $3.8 million. Yeah. With the wink-wink that if this season goes well, we'll extend you at a higher number the following season. The Clippers is the place for him. And I'm not – look, if he goes somewhere else for more money, I respect that. I can't tell him about his money. But he's made a lot of money. 
He's made hundreds of millions of dollars already. And there is no, like, he's great for the, I told you guys before he went there, I thought it'd be a great fit because they need his energy. Mm-hmm. He'll have the ball in his hands. He's starting, like you said, Kawhi and Paul George can play off the ball. He and Paul George are great friends, have great respect for each other. Like, this is the place for him. Ty Lu loves him. Anywhere else he goes is not going to be this type of fit. So I think he can kind of get back his image and his reputation as he started to do in the playoffs with this team. So I'd love to see him stay with the Clippers. Okay, I I would not. I'll tell you where I want, but it's not happening. Then I'll tell you two plays I think could. I want OKC. I would like oh, him to go back. Idea. But why does that, the, does that make any sense for OKC? If the if you were to get if he again, this is gonna sound funny, but like he'll accept a role as a sixth man or energy guy off the bench. It's not gonna happen. I I, I, I no, I know it. That's but I'm just saying it he is the most important player in the history of that franchise. I like that. He's gonna have a statue there one day, and I think they are ready to start competing for the pool. Well, they were already competing for the playoffs, but yeah, if really Shea takes and a lead, will be right. back. And the and so and I I like Giddy a lot. Jalen Williams. There's they have good players, but that's not going like to happen. Lakers. So two play. I think I would bet money he ends up on one of these next two teams. Okay. Brooklyn is a possibility in this regard. They have no incentive to tank at all because they don't have their own picks. Right. They have picks, but they're not their own picks. They have a hole at that spot. He, he, he and Bridges could you know be something of a duo there, or the team I think he's going to end up on the Chicago Bulls. They don't have a point guard because Lonzo, unfortunately, his mm. career might be over. They are trying to win. They have Levine. They have DeRozan. So we'll you like that Vucevic. big three? DeMar, Westbrook, no, and I Levine? I don't like it at all, but I don't think the Bulls are just going to wave the white flag on the season before the year starts. He's a Jordan brand guy. I think, I think he's going to end up either on the Bulls or the Nets, and my money would be that he's going to end up on the Bulls. I think he should stay with the Clippers. I think he should stay. He's he from ain't LA. playing for $3 million. He might, he play with $3 million. He's not doing it. Well, what, what price happiness? He's going to go somewhere guy. else, be miserable, no, be saying Westbrick, and he's like, don't do that. Don't call me that. Nick, you know it would not go good in Chicago. Why? Because they don't fit. This is the reason it didn't go well with the Lakers. Okay, guys, it, we, we say, we're saying it went great with the Clippers based purely on a week when they got their ass kicked. No. Yeah, like, that whole time happy. there, yeah. he played well. But was, He's from L.A. I, okay. He was from L.A. when he was on the Lakers. So. <laughs> yeah, but, but this is a chance to redeem yourself in your hometown. I remember when he was struggling. It's like, ah, oh, he feels a lot of pressure playing from, in his hometown. Hey, college football fans, Joel Klatt here, and I am so happy to announce my new interview series, The Joel Klatt Show Big Noon Conversations. Every Monday, we will bring you a candid conversation with the most influential voices in college football. From Colorado's Coach Prime to Coach Saban down in Tuscaloosa, we sit down and discuss all things college football. Download The Joel Klatt Show Big Noon Conversations wherever you get your podcasts, and subscribe to the new Joel Clatcho YouTube channel. Just Blaze? That's the list of teams Dame wants to play for. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> Blazers GM Joe Cronin saying, we remain committed to building a winner around Dame. Okay, maybe you're right. Let's look to see where you're at currently compared to the current champions. Okay, a little bit of a hill to climb here, Brew. But are you surprised Dame didn't demand a trade? No, I am not surprised. And here's what people have to understand. You have to have top-level 
reading between the lines of what Joe Cronin really said. Oh. What did he say? Wow. Did he say Dame didn't demand a trade? Did he say Dame didn't ask for a trade? No. All he said is we will continue to try to build around Dame. This is what I believe is going on. I believe nothing has changed from a week ago, from two weeks ago, where Damian Lillard is, what he's doing now is giving them more time. Okay. So what? You didn't, you didn't make the deal with the third pick. Okay. I'm watching. I'm seeing. Are you going to make a deal? Like, that's what's going on. He is just giving them a little more time that I don't think they'll make a big deal, but he's giving them a little more time to do something. Are you going to package these young guys and so and not scoop, waiting, but waiting to get for a free agency to see if they can make more some so big splash or a big trade? What they, they can't do much in free agency. Well, that's it have to yeah. be a big trade. So I think he has given them time, a little bit of time, wow. to see if they do something, yeah. and if they don't. I still think he'll be headed out of here. Okay, oh, you still think? Well, that's. Yeah. Well, I, I think he will end up being. Drew's coming over to my side of the table. That's not not necessarily not Miami. necessarily Miami, yeah. but I I think it will be Miami, and I think that I'm not I'm not that surprised that Dame didn't specifically come in and say you must trade me. I also don't think it should be relevant at this point. What is Joe Cronin's job? What is his Make job? Make the Blazers better. I'm May, with you. Get, to get, give the Portland Trailblazers the best chance at eventually becoming champions. It is very clear what to do in that scenario. It is to recognize, all right, so we have what we hope is mm-hmm. one future superstar. When you draft a guy in top three, you hope he's a future superstar. Sure. Another guy who we hope can become an all-star in Shaden Sharp. Another guy that we just, a young guy we That's showed we good. believed right. in in Anthony Simons. We have those young players. What is our best path forward? Well, we have a guy who's going to make an average of $53 million a year over the next four years who's 33 years old. His value, does anybody think his value is going to be higher a year no. from now? No. Two years from no. now. Does anyone think the Blazers have any chance of competing for a championship a year from now? Two no. years from now. No. So he has one job, which is to find the best possible deal for Dame and it, with the caveat of if you want to do the best possible deal among destinations that Dame is okay with. I understand playing some deference to a superstar player. They wouldn't be the first team to do it. We've seen a lot of teams do that mm-hmm. for guys who, who have – who have put in the type of time and work that a team has done in Portland. I think that's what's happening here. And I think that right now they are paying lip service to the idea that, well, let's see what happens in free agency. Maybe we sign Jeremy Grant for next to nothing. And maybe somehow we create cap space out of thin air to bring in Draymond Green, which is not going to happen. But and, and even if it did, even if it Draymond's did, not making you look perplexed, Wilds. Well, what's, what is the, who is this narrative for? Fans, the media, the other GM? I don't think it's a farce. I, I think Dame is honestly saying, I'll, I'll wait a little longer to see if you do something. But what is on the board? Now, maybe it's a farce. With, I, I won't say farce, but I don't know what Cronin is thinking. Because I agree with you. The smart move, and this was a smart move two weeks ago. 
was to trade Dame. Yes. All right, and and get something that fits your timetable. But I I don't think he's sitting there lying to Damian's face. No, I don't. I don't think so. I, I don't know if he's afraid. He doesn't want to be the one to trade Damian Lillard or to say we're uh-huh. going to trade him. But I think Damian is honestly giving them a chance to do something. See, and I think they're giving him the impression that they might. All right, can I ask you this then? When LeBron goes to Cleveland and they've got the number one pick, and LeBron said all the right things too, and then Andrew Wiggins was gone and Kevin yeah. Love was there, and it's pretty obvious we're going to try to contend for a championship. If you're Dame, the first piece of that puzzle has not happened. Like, actually, we're going to keep Scoot. Because they're not going to do gonna, it. Guess what? You're going to be zero and he's going to be double zero. I'm like, What? That what was another weird thing. About? I didn't even know that was allowed, by the way. <laughs> what? Uh, I mean, those are actually the same number from a mathematical perspective, as I know the audience triples is thinking. Right. Is that what, I mean, it'd go on infinitely. Uh, but so, here, I don't – not only do I not think Dame is dumb, I think Dame is sharp. And I think Dame knows – they can't. They, they can't build a champion here in the next week. It, it, can we show? I want to show the Western Conference standings, not because the standings matter, but just so everyone can look at the 15 teams in the conference. Here's an honest question right now, Wilds. Mm-hmm. Which team there is further from a championship than the Portland Trailblazers? I mean, I would say none of them. Ceiling. Yeah. I would say none of them. The Rockets Probably have. Probably the Rockets. But they have. But the, what the Rockets have is. Two young, number two picks, players. the number four pick, and a ton of cap space. Yeah, and what a the, new coach who's really like ready to rock. At, what the right? A, a, a new coach has been They're in the not finals. Ready to win. That's fine. So, so at best, yeah. the Blazers are 14 because the Spurs have leapfrogged them, right? Because they have Wimby pie. and the cap space. Absolutely. They still have Pop. We saw what Utah's building. D- Dallas still has Luca. Those teams that were in the play-in or better are all better positioned. And I'm just talking about for like. For not just the long term, but for the right now. Yeah. You you are not making up 14 spots in the race. It's like the horse you made me bet on in the Belmont. This guy was in last the whole time. It's just a disaster for me. <laughs> you did. I had a feeling. You peer pressured me. Had you peer Brew, you weren't there. You had treasure. remember Brew had other things to do, but yeah, we were there gambling. But there's just like does if let me put it to you like this. If someone came to you today and said, you know, just a basketball fan. A friend of yours that you respected their opinion. Like, I'm going to tell you this much right now. I think with a few tweaks in the next few days, the Blazers could win the West. Would you immediately be like, oh, I don't respect your basketball opinion anymore. You don't know what you're talking about. Do we think Damian Lillard has that basketball IQ? No. I think, what do you actually think? Is I happening? think Dame knows he's going to be traded. And I think that I think they you think have, I think that, is just lying. No, I think that right now they are playing the game of we're not going to say we're trading you until the trade is until we have the trade because they are. I don't think they know exactly where he's going. Mm-hmm. I think they are trying to get the best deal possible from any of the possible destinations. I think the moment that Scoot Henderson was drafted and you didn't trade that pick for a veteran right. is the moment the decision was made. We need to turn the pick. I don't think they'll trade Scoot, but they could. I mean, that's sure. still something they could do. But that's, I don't think they will, no. I don't think they will, but it's something they could do. But if that was going to happen, that would have already happened. Don't you think? Don't you feel like that? that is likely. more likely that that would have already happened than, it's hap- than happening in a week or two? Yeah. The LeBron thing was different because... Well, one, he was LeBron. It, it, one, he was different. LeBron. Another one was he was coming to the team, which then made them change their path moving forward from what they had already said. On. It's not like, right. they, it's like Dame is unretiring. It's like, oh, well, Dame's back. Let's trade the number three pick now. They knew that already. Um, Sam Amick reporting that Dame's dream scenario 
and the emphasis on the word dream, <laughs> is for the Blazers to sign Draymond. Okay. I mean, he is a free agent, so maybe, and that would be a good start for a team that finished 28th in defensive efficiency. Echoing the GM statement, any chance the Blazers, just like let's live in this world, right. any chance they can actually do it. Maybe it's Zion. There was rumors Paul George was. Oh, get anybody. Look, let's just start with Draymond. Even they're not getting him, he's staying in Golden State, I firmly believe. Mm -hmm. Even if they did, it wouldn't make that much of a difference. Draymond Green is perfect in Golden State. Okay, he wouldn't be perfect in Portland. I don't think they're Dame and Scoop aren't going to be running off screens like Stephen Clay. All right, and that allows Draymond to be the primary decision maker and ball handler. That wouldn't happen in Portland. So what's what's he going to be offensively sure. in Portland? Right. What what would he do? Right, no, not no. much. Okay, right. so that that wouldn't work. I do think, I don't think there's any deal that makes them like a top favorite in the West or top contender in the West. But the one deal that would intrigue me, and, and this one they could have done, obviously, draft night, was if you did trade Scoot for Zion. That's the only That one. would be the deal. That's the only that one. Would, if I'm Dame, I look at that and I'm saying, okay, I, I'll give this a try because this is a huge year for Zion. If he's ever going to be healthy, you would think he'd play 60-something games this year and be healthy for a playoff run. If that were to happen in Portland, mm -hmm. again, not saying they'd win the West, but they would be a factor and they would be dangerous. Like, you know what? Also, if we're going to trade for Zion, can you see if CJ wants to come back? <laughs> well, we really worked well. And, <laughs> but the, the, but Scoot, I mean, so, I'm not so sure they shouldn't consider Scoot. But, go ahead, I'm sorry. For Zion. Well, but that's, but that, that's another thing that I believe if it was going to happen would have happened Agreed. surrounding the draft. But that is why it is the answer to this question is no, they can't. Because the only reason that we think this is even a possibility is because Zion has found the Goldilocks zone of amazing upside, uh, like look like a league MVP candidate, plus totally diminished trade value because of the injuries and the lack of availability. In order to do this, you would have to find a way to bring in a guy who could, at his best, looks like one of the 10 best players in the league. We know who those people are. Aside from Zion, or I guess you could argue Ja, none of them are available under really any circumstances. They are not there for the taking. And Portland finds themselves in this case. They are, they have no extra first round picks coming in. They have one first round pick going out. It's going to Chicago. And it's lottery protected for the next five years. Why does that matter? It means they can't trade a first round pick until 2030, until that pick conveys. So in any trade, you can't trade any first-round picks. That's a problem. Who do they have under contract? You have Dame. You have Anthony Simons. You're trying to re-sign Jeremy Grant. You have Nurkic, Nishar, Nasir Little, pardon me, and the young guys. Again, let me tell you that top five again. Dame, Simons, Grant, Nurkic, Nasir Little, and the young guys. That is not in any – who's the best player in the – take out Giannis and Jokic. There is not a player you could just drop into this lineup other than Giannis and Jokic that would then say, well, LeBron. add them. No. Yeah, Le Le you add yeah. LeBron to this team and add nothing else, they're not winning and the title. And say what? They're the fa I mean, that Embiid would obviously put them in that discussion. But, but you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah. even if they had to give and up nothing for it, realistic. and none of it's happening. So the they don't have it. The Zion have thing enough. is interesting, but I think right. that ship sailed. If they wanted to give up some of their young pieces, they could get a good player. But not a player that's going to make them the favorite no, in the just West. Just tear it down. We all agree. Yeah. But it's it's, it's just not tear just it tear it down, though. They've already – the problem 
Here's the frustrating thing for me if I were a Portland fan. You have already you already have the pieces of a rebuild without having traded the superstar yet. Yes. Like you right. are actually oddly in a great position. Right. If you trade Dame because you got the number 3 pick which usually totally comes agree. once you trade the superstar and you you know what I mean you already dealt with the first awful year while still having the asset of the great player. And now you could move the great player for assets and all of a sudden be really well positioned for a few years. And, I, from now. and, and we both think they will. And look, they're, they're, I believe the fans in Portland, obviously they loved having Dame there and love having him there. But you don't think they would be excited. They know they're not going anywhere with Dame. Mm. To watch Scoot and Shaden and Simons right. and whatever veteran role players they yeah. get that will help develop Tyler these Hero guys, professionals Yovich. in the locker room. Yeah. I, they don't need your boy Tyler Hero. Uh, what about Yo- Just what letting about, you know. What about Jovic? I'm selling you on Jovic. I'm intrigued I'm by Jovic. I'm selling you on Jovic. I'm intrigued by Jovic. What was your favorite Jovic moment? I just like his name. Yeah. I just like his name. Yeah. That's all I know about the kid. He That was to cover a spread, And he looks like he can ball No one cares about that stuff. Oh, yeah, sports bet. That's not a popular. I'm just talking topic. about. <laughs> I'm telling you, America uh, people that had the Heat plus seven and a half in okay. that game, they remember that's, Jovic threw in a swinging hook shot. Show. But- <laughs> Baseball is back, and so is Slippin' Bats. Five times a week, Monday through Friday. So follow us on the Fox Sports app, YouTube, and anywhere you get your podcast. Steph and Clay have weighed in on their faux-turned-friend Chris Paul via Anthony Slater of The Athletic. Here's Clay. It's a little weird because we've had so many battles in the past with Chris. I think he's going to add such a calming presence and leadership component that we need. I like that. And here's Steph. Every team that CP has been on gets better. It's on us to put that all together and figure out how all the pieces work, which no one quite gets yet. Uh, he was right about getting better. Every team he's been on mm. has gotten significantly better, bro. So the question is, is this going to work? Well, I think that the Warriors are right there. You, you've got Denver. Mm-hmm. And then you got the Lakers and the Suns and the Warriors. Mm-hmm. I think they are in that group. Now, what they need to do and you know this, I've said it, I've been saying it at nauseum. They got to add size. Doesn't have to be great size. Mason Plumley, he's out there. Jayaka Pertle, like he's out there. Yeah. Go, Thomas Bryant, for goodness sake. Okay. Go get a, seriously. Go ahead, go ahead. Was Festus Azili great? No, but they were was better, Andrew way Bogut better team. Green. Oh, pretty good. They were way better Steph team. Steph is arguably as good yeah, as but ever. They had, they had, they had, Draymond is still a very effective player. I get that Clay's not what he used and to. And Andre Iguodala was huge. Andrew Wiggins is better than Andre Iguodala was, in my opinion. Oh, I strongly disagree. Andrew Wiggins could have – people thought – I mean, obviously Steph should have been MVP, but a lot of people thought – Maybe Andrew Wiggins is making a case. That's right. I think he's better than Andre Iguodala was on those teams. That's fine. But But it's arguable. I mean, the numbers are better for sure. He's a better scorer, and he's a very good defender as well. So, Clay is not what he used to be, but he's a 20-point scorer. So, my two concerns are get me some size. Kevon Looney is great, but he's not enough. You saw Denver's too big. They didn't even face them. Uh, The Lakers were too big. 
One of these guys, nondescript. I don't care if it's Andre Drummond, for goodness sake. Get you a seven-footer well, then you that can give that you a real, few minutes. If you think few, that, if, and that it, go ahead, well, sorry. That's my number one concern. Here's the second one, because I think Chris will be good with that second unit. But Steph has missed an average of about 20 games over the last three years. I'm not even counting the one yeah. where he essentially missed the whole season. Yeah. Jordan Poole was able to carry them to keep them respectable when Steph's out. Mm -hmm. Now, if Steph's out, Chris isn't going to do that as far as scoring. And, it, heck, Chris could be out sure. because he's older. So those are – like if Steph misses 20 games and you don't have Jordan Poole, who's going to carry you? So that's a little concern. But I think if they get some size, yeah. then I think they well, – Listen, if they're you think right they're Thomas Bryant teams. away from being a real contender, then you think they're a real contender. I mean, if they, if they, if I, I, you're making light of the Thomas Bryant thing, no, but no, I'm no. serious. Like, I'm, it doesn't have to be a great player. They just need a big body. Right. My point is, I think they will add someone of that caliber, and they're obviously not going to add another guard. So I think you'll get your wish in that regard. I don't think the West should be scared of the Warriors, and I think, I think unfortunately, the Warriors have one button to push. To really, you know, try to extend Steph's championship window, but it's one they're not willing to push, which is move off Clay. Yeah, I don't want to do it. The, no, nobody wants to do it, and I don't even want to say it. I know. Well, I didn't even I want to say you. it, and I because I like the guy. Kills the vibe. And I, but and can I, you give me what you think you might get for Clay? Because obviously that, everybody else I think, sees that he's right. Not but I think that. At that a forty money million dollar expiring contract okay, so now. is you know and maybe not this moment but at some point between now and when teams realize not our year I think that is highly attractive to teams and I think they could and I think that you could get size you could get wit you could get you know you could get two players yeah. making fifteen to twenty million and really do something but it would feel like a betrayal kill, yeah you kill the vibe and but yeah, but from a basket particularly but here's the other thing. Particularly now that you have Chris Paul. Because one of the reasons we're saying, well, Chris Paul can't start, can't even close, all this, is because one of your guard spots, wing spots, taken up with Clay. And Clay, it's not, and Clay, by the way, before the playoffs, was having one of the, 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 his best years he since the, the injury. He three pointers and, made. And he was awesome for a couple months. But at that salary with what this team needs, he's the obvious move, mm -hmm. but it feels. Yeah, sacrilegious get to do it. Yeah, can't do it. I get that. Uh, but you can fire Belichick. I didn't say that. <laughs> you, you might as well. Tobias Harris is tired of seeing his name bandied about in trade talks, especially if he's being traded for baked goods. Take a listen. Trade speculation. You know, casual Sixers fans, they'll trade me for a crumble cookie. But at the end of the day, you know, I have to realize, like, you know, it's, you're, you're not getting a 6'9 forward back who can, you know, damn near shoot 40% from three, guard other teams' best best player, uh, shoot post-up drive, play 70-plus games a year. I thought that was cogent analysis from Tobias. And maybe he was tired of the Dame rumors. He's going to Portland. And he said, salute Crumble Cookies. I didn't mean to put any disrespect on your name. I said, wow, that's funny because I think Josh Hart talked yeah. about it. And then it turns out we were taken for a ride, a delicious ride, but a ride nonetheless. Take a listen. First off, it's an epic day. Grand opening, couple yeah. cookies. Grand ambassador, I think I'm doing a good job. You know, you could say a lot about sports media. Maybe we don't get it right all the time. 
but doesn't mean we deserve to be tricked. I thought that was a creative um, complaint from Tobias Harris, and we were going to discuss it as a legitimate concern. <laughs> and turns out it was all just a crumble cookie advertisement <laughs> folded into a trade complaint. But you guys got the actual what? crumble cookies. What? You agree? These cookies the are over. delicious, <laughs> are they? No. I wasn't even Close listening. Close the box so people can see. You guys got actual crumble cookies these for the crumble spin. cookie. It's so spruce. Man. <laughs> Tobias, thumbs up, my man. These are delicious. Outstanding. I'm all over my cheek. You know what? This is a sugar cookie with peak okay. frosting. We got it. Absolutely outstanding. It's late June, everybody. We're running out of time. We're great. Chris Haynes is reporting. It's great. That Kyrie Irving will meet with the Phoenix Suns. Wow. Wow. The rest of the script I wrote was, what in the world? Uh, <laughs> Nick, your reaction. This is the silliest thing I can remember. Okay. And God, I hope it happens. There's oh, no chance. Oh, no chance? What happens? What do you mean? Azu, what this, happens? This happens. He Put it on the there. screen, please. He goes there for the vet minimum? No. Sign and trade. There it is. Pacers oh, get DeAndre Aiden. Oh. The Mavs get okay, Hilton so Turner. See. There it is. And Kevin Durant. Oh, no, there it is. Center. Now Can we digest this. Now so the Pacers get Aiden. If, if, the Mavs get Hilton yeah, Turner and the Suns. Yeah, it's not terrible. Yeah, great now for the Suns. It would. You said great for the Suns. Six foot and under league. Well, so there's that. Durant's seven feet, and he, he might be seven two now. Guys are getting taller and shorter league wide. Wimby all of a sudden's <laughs> like six nine. I hear, but it doesn't matter. Point is, now that would hard cap the Suns. Which would be tricky. The hard cap's at $172 million if you do a sign-in trade to get hard cap. They're at 130 before you add Kyrie if you move off Aiden. Aren't they blasting through the, aprons, though? Isn't that oh, the, Yes, but the hard cap is something. I, I, it's too early in the show to talk hard cap. That's more of an after-hour That's when the ratings yeah, really, really got rocked. Just trust the me. The ratings go right, right through the second apron. Don't ask me the question apron. first just right. so y'all can You're taking this way too this. seriously. I'm, no, because you know what? Uh, you really put together something? whiff of... The worst case of new owner syndrome we've ever seen. No. He's taking Prokhorov's mistakes, aging players giving away picks, Joe Sy's mistakes, who cares about chemistry and will give up some picks and players with injury concerns, mm -hmm. and putting them all in one southwestern stew that he's trying to call the Phoenix Suns. And here's what I know. While Brew is wincing and saying all this, if they did a sign-in trade, for Kyrie Irving, we would come on television and Brew no and others would be like, all right, guys, I understand. I understand. Guys can get hurt and they're going to have trouble on defense and Kyrie could screw it up. But and who's they'll stopping never get a rebound? <laughs> well, you, you I, forgot that one. So, uh, listen, I hope it happens. I find it fascinating. I find it very fascinating that a team with Kevin Durant is even doing this meeting because ah. though you would think that there have to be some okay from Durant. I don't think they're doing the meeting because it's a 0% chance. I do think it's unlikely, but I don't think they're just wasting free agency time to take no, meetings. No, they're not. And so, yeah, listen, I hope it happens. God, I hope it happens. Vegas will love the team. I mean, There'll be a big four. It'll be delightful. Nick, what? I was waiting to hear what you said because well, I, I really, really was interested to hear what you said, okay. but I can't believe you took this that seriously. I, I respect Chris Haynes. Kyrie Sorry. Irving. No, Chris is right. He's reporting what is a fact. Yeah. 
But the Phoenix Suns, to your point, aren't wasting this. But what they're doing is showing players around the league, we're player-friendly. Oh, I like that. We got, we, we're not signing Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving, Bradley Beal, Devin Booker, and Kevin Durant. Yeah. And campaign. That's your starting five. Oh, Bismack Biombo, buddy. Come on, what man. Bismack Are you Biombo? serious? What about him? That He's team would be a pick. disaster. What? All right. And DeAndre Ayton. Oh, here we go. No. Nah, DeAndre Ayton is not – he's not Jokic and Embiid, but he's that next tier. He is 18 and 10 without running a play for him. And Frank Vogel's smart. And you know who else is there? Isaiah Thomas. And they're going to talk to they're going to talk to DeAndre Ayton. They're going to talk him up and get him ready to do his role and go out and get us 18 and 10. Well, Let's get a championship you and your stock rises, oh. my man. So no, I wouldn't give up DeAndre Ayton for Kyrie Irving. Oh. If I'm Dallas, I'd love that. But can I ask you a question about DeAndre Ayton real quick before yeah, you ahead. finish? If they are talking If DeAndre- they could do that Indiana deal that you threw up there with Miles Turner and Buddy Hill, absolutely, I'd do that. Sure, but what I'm saying is Straight right up. now if they are talking with uh, DeAndre Ayton, or they're going to, are they telling DeAndre Ayton, hey, buddy, we're meeting with Kyrie, but it's all kayfabe, it's not real? Because isn't DeAndre Ayton's you, agent you, do you telling think him, it- hey, guy, just so you know, the only way they can get Kyrie Irving is trading you. But now they're telling you how much they love you? I, I'm just asking. I'm Nick, being serious. They're not getting Kyrie Irving. I agree, but okay. Okay, so there are me unless there's some three or four team well, deal where they get. Three, well, they don't want Kyrie, but they need. You need size in today's NBA. You who's guarding Jokic? Durant? Well, not DeAndre Ayton. Jokic average like Jokic had fifty in a loss against this. Team. He destroyed he, Anthony Davis too. I, Nobody's stopping him, but at yeah. least Ayton is big. Oh, at least so he's tall. Biombo. At least he's going to get a few rebounds. Same with Biombo. No, he's not as so good Gru, as Ayton. Why are they actually doing the meeting? So Kyrie's Didn't agent I just call. Tell, but you're but, saying they're player friendly, but can't everyone see through it and be like, this is just a weird leverage play that you're just driving Kyrie, up the Kyrie price for trying, Mark Cuban. Kyrie is trying to get some leverage. And the Suns are like, hey, we're prayer friendly. What does it hurt? Hold, we'll talk to you. Hold, I think Matt Ishby is like, yes, I get to meet Kyrie. No, I don't think. Why else, awesome. You actually think they could trade now? I don't think it's happening. I think it's the whole Thank thing you. is just an odd leverage play. If I'm that the Suns, I got like, well, no problem with this. Because they, they need, look, they need veterans to want to go there. And veterans, you know guys love Kyrie. And, yo, he, they doing Kyrie a solid. Hold on. Isaiah How is, there, is this doing, being uh, – this is what I don't understand. How is this doing Kyrie a solid? It's Tell me. at least creating the illusion of leverage. So We wait, all know anybody – he's second. got no leverage. Hold on. Let's we talk, get that. Let's talk this through for a second. So the argument that is being made is mm-hmm. the Suns are doing this despite not wanting Kyrie – Brew, hold on. Just help me understand. The Suns are doing this despite not wanting Kyrie. No, I think is they'd it, want him. If, if he wants to sign for the Vets okay, minimum – Okay, sure. Okay, but sure, assuming it's him. not the Vet minimum. <laughs> despite, they're doing this despite not believing they have any chance, realistic chance of getting him because – it helps his situation with the Mavs. But you so, always want to screw around with another team. Right. But you are operating under the premise, I guess, that the Mavs understand less than us at the table. Like, why would this help? Why would this help Kyrie with the Mavs if they understand what you are saying is true, which is this can't happen, this won't happen? Why would because this help the Mavs? Because some people at think all? like you. 
You know what? Maybe they will do a trade. Maybe they do want Kyrie Irving, Bradley Bill, Devin Booker, and Kevin Durant, and campaign is their starting No, but it's – I mean, come on. It it makes – if they did this, it would be the most ridiculous trade I've seen in a long time. Why? And Kyrie is great. But why in the world would I want Kyrie Irving? Who's my center? Bismack Biombo? For the time being, yes. Andre Drummond, there's reports he might opt out of the deal in Chicago. I don't know. It would obvi- Listen, it would be these four guys and minimums. I understand that. I don't think it's realistic. I didn't think Bradley Beal for a quarter of a billion dollars and all your future draft flexibility was a smart move either. But the idea that we, I think... With Ishbia has been there for six months, yeah, and he has traded all future picks and I think a guy we like a lot, Mikael Bridges, and a guy we like yep. someone in Cam Johnson for <laughs> Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. He has then fired his coach. Correct. In between those two events, he got in a shoving match with the league MVP. Yep. He then traded whatever flexibility they had left and Chris Paul for Bradley Beal. Correct. And now there's a meeting with Kyrie. To just say flatly, he's not going to try to push the chaos button further, I think is foolish. I'm I don't think it's, I think it's chaos. To they got Kevin Durant. They got Bradley Beal. That's not chaos. Now, the depth is a question, but if you have three stars mm-hmm. and one guy that's a borderline all-star. Who? DeAndre Ayton. Do you, is 18 and 10 on 60% shooting garbage? Bro, is he one of the 40 best players in the league? Look, I'm not getting into the little charts you make right now. He's a top 10 center. He's a top 10 center. There's only 30 teams. A top 10. He's he's right in that next group. You got Jokic, Embiid, Anthony Davis. Let's leave Giannis out. Mm -hmm. And then he's in that next group. Okay, so he's, I mean, hold on. He's arguably, arguably a top five center. No, he's he's not better than Sabonis. He's not better than Bam. You just Uh, said you traded for Miles Turner. You just said Buddy. Okay, with and Buddy the, Heel? the Buddy Heel sweetener. Okay, Buddy Heel can shoot. They the, need depth. Miles Turner can block shots and rebound and shoot threes. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I mean, like Miles Turner. Nick, That's fine. Yeah. I'm just saying, it makes no, no sense. DeAndre Ayton is a fourth option. This is what I told you about Andrew Wiggins. No, and you don't. had to come back. Cross. No, Brew was right. No. <laughs> Brew was right. I mean, as a when you drop down. He's a fourth option now. All they have to do is work on his attitude. So, hold on. Can I That's ask one it. other if question If he comes here in with the right moment? attitude, Aiton will when be fine. When did Bradley Beal – maybe I'm just misremembering. Mm-hmm. When the Bradley Beal trade happened, didn't we both say – I know I said and I thought you said you agreed with me that this doesn't make sense for them unless they are planning on creating more depth by trading DeAndre Ayton, that they had boxed themselves in to this team of these four max contract guys and then all minimum, essentially, guys, like you said, campaign, those others. And I had said, I thought... No, I didn't say it doesn't make sense. That, I, I, okay. I said, I said they, could, they may trade Ayton for depth. Yeah. But if you keep him, yes, you're going to... Role players, any role player worth is salt. Mm-hmm. should play well around those four guys. Seriously, okay. Okay. you got to do a shoot. The one-time Thunder, one-time Rocket, one-time Net, and now one-time 76er as he opts into his contract so that Philly can explore trade options. Bill Simmons, friend of the show, 
tweeting that Harden is now the champion of 21st century <laughs> trade requests, has 50% more than Kyrie. Mm. Brew, are you surprised by this move? Absolutely. I, I don't know that anybody wasn't surprised. All right. I mean, this this came out of nowhere. It hit right. all of us like a, a, a sucker punch. All mm. right. But when you look back, you do see hints. Christmas oh. Day, the report comes out that, oh, Harden might go back to Houston. Why? Why does that report come out? You know, uh, uh, after the playoff game when he scored, what, 45 points? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he says, talks about how much he sacrificed this year. And then later on in the playoffs, he talks about wanting basketball freedom. Like, all of these are hints that you put together now and you see what he just did. And you say, okay, wow, maybe he's been thinking this way for a while. And look, we'll get into why he's, you know, opted in. We'll talk about that in a few moments. But here's the thing. There were reasons that he did it, which I understand. But he didn't have to go nuclear and demand or request the trade. You could have just opted in. Because he's going to be in the same situation mm. next year. He, no matter where he goes, whether he stayed in Philly, goes to the Clippers, goes to the Heat, wherever, he's still going to be a free agent next year because he can't get extended. Mm -hmm. right. So why not stay with the MVP? If I'm a great point guard, guess what I want? A great big man. You got that. And you got pieces around you. So, so he's running, even though I understand some of the reasons he did it, he is running. I called him a runner. I really ripped him yesterday. I called him a runner when things get tough. Maybe not that strong, but Jogging. he's got running tendencies. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Running by the tendencies. way, when Bruce he says he ripped him yesterday, this of course Oscar. came out. Yeah, I was going to say. I was on the radio show. Because 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, Fox News. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's where you can get a little preview. If the news breaks between the end of our show and before 10 p.m. Eastern, you I get gotta a preview of it I got to get my opinion there. out. No, somewhere. it was great. I, I, I totally understand. All right, so. I want the audience to understand why this happened. So what happened here? So if you remember last year when Harden oddly declined the $47 million option and mm -hmm. signed this two-year extension, uh, people were like, oh, there's the, you know, was there tampering? And people were angry at Philadelphia. Philly then got dinged for tampering, but not with Harden, with P.J. Tucker and Daniel House. And it was some of the harshest tampering penalties the NBA has given out since – the Minnesota guy, the Joe, Joe Smith. Joe Smith, thank you. Pick, yep. uh, it, it was multiple second-round picks, millions of dollars. So Philadelphia told James Harden's camp, we are not, and it's weird, I didn't even know this rule because he was a sixer already, we're not allowed to talk to you until Friday. And that incensed James Harden. What? That, I'm just telling you that's what happened. Yep. I'm not, the, other people are, have reported that. I can also report that. There's no that's, workaround on that. that. Like, we can't tell you the offer. Our offer's well, right they here. Have been I gotta go into the back. Have done right. that so, for years. Correct. Teams have done that for years. But, yeah. And so maybe you, one could make the argument that's what Harden's camp expected them to yeah. do. But they weren't going to do it. And I would under, in defense of the Sixers, you might be like, well, we just suffered these penalties one year ago. Yeah. If we get, if they say, you know, we get caught or we do it again, the and we're a repeat offender, you're gonna take a first round pick from us, which is very punitive. So whatever, whatever the rationale is, they weren't gonna talk to him until today. That that's kind of soured the waters. Mm -hmm. Then Houston didn't have an offer for him, and now because it looks like they're getting for, or trying to get Fred Van Vliet, yep. so now he's kind of a man without a country. Which, if I may bring it to Philadelphia, in a shocking twist, this is, I believe, the best case scenario for the Sixers. 
So what were the three options of what could happen for Harden? He goes to Houston, you get nothing in return. Mm -hmm. That's no good. He stays with you on a long-term expensive deal. If, if the news today was James Harden is signing with Philadelphia, three years, $120 million. Are any of us saying no. that's great for them? Nailed no. It. Well, you, now, you picked them, so the, maybe. I, right, but now but there's new information. Now <laughs> we've seen another playoff meltdown and another yeah. year older. Instead, you now have his full contractual rights. You have him at a bargain, and you are going to be able to either trade him or get in a staring contest, something we have seen Daryl Morey do. And I just think it does warrant reminding everyone. When the Sixers traded for Harden 18 months ago, uh, it was said on television that, well, yes, getting James Harden for Ben Simmons seems like a good deal, but he's about to sign the worst contract in NBA yep. history. Because yep. everyone thought he was going to get five years, 270. Instead, he finished that year, turned down 47 million, mm -hmm. played for 32, and now is, you know, uh, and now opting into 36. So I think Philly is in as good of a position as they could have hoped to be when it comes to Harden. Brew, you mentioned. Uh some of the breadcrumbs that Harden had left. So here's what he said after that game one playoff victory. Take a listen. I haven't felt one of those zones in a minute, and it felt really good, you know what I mean, just to be aggressive and shoot the basketball and do what I want. You know what I mean? Like, that felt really good. Here's his points per game when he was with the Rockets, out there crushing. Goes to the Nets, goes down, defers. And then Nets and Phillies defers some more. This year, deferred a lot. Maybe this is an oversimplification. So how much of this movement by Harden is quite simply, hey, man, I like to score, and you're not allowing James Harden to be James Harden. Uh, he, I, inside, maybe there's a part of him that feels that way. I don't think that's a wise call if that's what he's thinking. Because, first of all, nobody's letting you play like you played in Houston. All right, no team worth their salt. If you want to go to a bad team, which maybe he was willing to do in Houston mm -hmm. so he could take all the shots, and even there, obviously, they, they didn't even make him an offer. But Ime Udoka wasn't going to go also, for that. Also, he's not the same player. He's not the he same. He doesn't finish the same. He doesn't have the right. same burst. He doesn't get to the bat. He, and he could be better than 40. No, he can still score more. Yes, 100%. But what he, what he has to understand is he was very effective. In Brooklyn, he was tremendous and this, as a point guard. And this he lead the league in assists this, this year? year? he led this the league. Year. He is yeah. a great does he want point guard. He averaged, 20, what, 21 points and 10 assists. And if he, the talk is that he's going to the Clippers. Or there are people in the league that mm -hmm. have been told that it's essentially going to happen. If he goes to the Clippers and Kawhi Leonard and Paul George are healthy – you're not you're not going to average 33 points a game. Mm -hmm. And there was and there was reporting that option. he was that he was initially interested in trying to find his way to Phoenix before Bradley right. Beal's acquisition closed that door. There right. he's not going to. Thing. So there's Those days uh, are over. Listen, there it is always hard for anybody, but particularly people that have been incredibly successful to admit when some of the reasons they have not succeeded are of their own doing. And I think for James Harden that I do not put Brooklyn breaking down on him. I do put him getting there on him, 
He was in Houston. He quit on that team. He knew that with the potential with Kyrie and the volatility, he still tried to drive himself there. He then demanded his way out of there to Philadelphia yeah. and knowing that it's not like that that team's been to the conference finals once since the conference finals since Dr. J retired and so to then 18 months later be like I'm out on this as well that NBA history does not treat kindly guys who demand trades and don't deliver a championship that's it like the it, it was not nice to Dwight We'll see how it works for KD and Phoenix. For Kyrie and for Harden, it has not been good for them. Now, if you're Kawhi Leonard, if you're Shaquille O'Neal, if you're Anthony Davis, nobody cares about that because they all delivered a championship. But if you demand, I I don't want to be here. You guys aren't doing right by me. Send me to place X. Get sent there. And then, like... I, I, I don't want to be here. You, you guys aren't doing right by me. Send me somewhere else. And then do it again. People are going to start to say, do you need to take some accountability that it has not worked yeah. on your own here? Here's what's happening. And, and James Harden, if it's just about regular season, if you take away the playoffs, there were no playoffs, yeah. you'd have a hard time finding people better than him. Like, he has had a regular season. His career has been one exceptional. Of the, I think it's one of the ten best Tremendous ever, you could argue. regular season. Yep. But now his greatness is starting to be overshadowed by two things. One is the poor performances in big playoff games. Mm-hmm. And two are these – he's running from tough situations. And there's explanations for all of them. All right? But still, in the long run, nobody's going to look at all the minutiae and the detail and say, oh, yeah, but in Houston it was this, in Brooklyn it was this, in Philly it was this. They're just going to say, dude, 10 years from now, he has to be traded three times, and two of the times he was in potential championship situations. Let me take the – if I was Harden's lawyer. Houston is rebuilding. Sure. They're rebuilding. I, I want to win. Okay. I'm going to But the quit. way he left was didn't, okay. didn't have to Train just me. flat out. We're quit. not going to. Okay. I'm going to get out there and dog it. Yeah. Now will you trade me? Fine. Okay. Yeah. Brooklyn is a toxic situation, yeah. and he's being blamed for being the first one to recognize it. But hold on. And the second one, like, well, I'm going to quit on this hold game. On, but it's if, defend if this Kevin one. Durant, and I get it. There's reasons for all of them. But Kevin Durant stood. Now he was injured during the time when Harden got traded, but he came back. You knew he was coming back, and he was ready to play in the playoffs. If you just have Harden and Kevin Durant, you still are a very good team but, that can but contend. Even I actually, so you didn't I, have to. Jack. Again, I don't blame him for the Brooklyn thing, but it, this one is not that defensible. He demanded his way there. 18 months ago. It's not like they haven't put the pieces around. The guy he went to team up with, how good has he been? He just won league MVP. Now, was Embiid disappointing in the second round? I would argue yes. Yes. But was Harden disappointing in those final two games? Unequivocally, yes. There is an element of, and again, he was not out entirely on the idea of coming back to the Sixers. He was offended that they wouldn't give him a contract offer early and that spoiled the relationship, which is, to me, again, shows 
you were probably looking for a way out, just like you were hoping Houston would give you a, a way out in that mm-hmm. regard. That's the thing. Once and Houston the, didn't offer him anything, he had he's no, in a weird nowhere spot. to go in free agency. Yeah. And then and if Philly he wants could have low Right. And if he wants to play for a good team and not Philadelphia, it has to be via trade. Right. Because If he also wants to make $30-plus million because yep. no good team has the cap space. Several possible suitors out there. Clippers have moved from a dark horse to a strong favorite here. Heat culture also on the board, Brew. And there's some tepid interest from New York City and the New York Knicks, which is baffling. Brew, where do you want to see Harden land? Well, first, I I got to address the Knicks. Why? I don't don't know. Why? Why are you even considering? If I'm the Knicks and I call Philadelphia, I've got one name on me. And, and I get it. He's not as far gone as these guys were. But this is typical Knicks. Bring in the old big name that used to be a superstar. Steve Francis, anyone. Penny Hardaway, anyone. Tracy McGrady, anyone. Now, again, Harden's not where they were. But still, James Harden, Jalen, where are they going? They're not going anywhere. Heck, if I'm Philly, I want Jalen Brunson back for James Harden. Okay, well, so, that's not Right. So right. What, what are we talking about with the Knicks? The place he should go of these groups, I mean, if I'm Philly, I'm like calling Miami. Yeah, you want to give me Jimmy Butler? Okay, no, but that's you, not Okay, okay. okay. then the place is the Clippers. For Period. Who? For Norman Powell, okay. Marcus Morris, yeah. And Terrence Mann and some draft sure. picks. That, that, so he's thrilled. So here's, so here's no, the thing. No, actually, I think that's – I think with Ty – I don't think they'd be any worse than they are with James Harden. Okay. So They can make it to the second round of the playoffs I, and get beat just like I, they did. I understand, I understand everyone is saying the, the, the Clippers. And I think he might end up on the Clippers ultimately. I think that it will be August and he will still be a Sixer. Oh. I think it will be September and he will still be a Sixer. Unless there is, and I can show you a three-team trade in a moment, not yet, but the, a Damian Lillard component here could mm-hmm. speed it up. I, I fully believe that both of these things are true. Daryl Morey and the Sixers are, in earnest, shopping James Harden and agreeing, honoring his trade demand, and... They are not taking pennies on the dollar, and they are not doing anything that they believe takes them 1% backwards in a chase of a championship. And we have seen Daryl tell a player with four years left on his contract, we're waiting. You, I absolutely think it is on the board he starts the season in Philly because it is James sitting out the year wouldn't be a career ender, but it would be an ender of him making big money in this league. He'd be then now 35, having right. missed a year. And if he, if this all this dispute started over money, him, he's not going to do that. So I but think. But didn't it feel like Ben was a willing participant I, in sitting out? Like, oh, sit out, great, sounds good. To yes, me, but he, he was not a willing participant in waiting to be traded. Is my point. Mm. He wanted to be traded, and Daryl said, "I'm waiting." Everyone was like, "Oh, take this trade from Indiana, take this trade." And he said, "No, I'm going to wait and try to get a star." Got James Harden. So you know, I guess be careful to a degree. But that trade worked out for Philly. But here is, there is a trade involving the Clippers. But I don't. I think Daryl is going to do what he always does, which is look for stars. So, Brew, it is similar to what you said, but it's a three-team trade. The Clippers get Harden, the Sixers get Dame, the Blazers get Maxi, Powell, Zubats, and a first from Philly and a first from the Clippers. I think that is a pretty fair trade. And if you are Philly, 
You are then keeping Tobias Harris, who does have value even if he's overpaid. You are not sending away multiple draft picks, just one. But you are losing Harden and Maxi, obviously. But then you get Dame. If you're the Clippers, it gives you a point guard. So I think that one. That, that's like not that. bad, but here's the thing. If I'm the Clippers, I'm, I don't want to give up Zubach because, again, I, I think you need size in the West. And Zubach is good. And then if you're Portland, you've already got Yusef Nurkic. Okay, so, so if you, you want to switch need, out Zubach yeah, for Marcus Morris. You in for salaries, you can, yeah, but you but, can do Marcus Morris instead because he's an expiring. You could do Covington. Right. That, but that's the, the and bones then the, of the, it. the question, too, is this. And I've said Maxi and Tobias yeah. Harris for Dane, so yeah. I get that. I like Maxi. The question is, do the Blazers want him? Because their three young stars, yep. wannabe stars, are all guards. They all sure. play the same position. So can I throw so a question. much more – you got another one. Galaxy brain one at you. <laughs> all right, because if, if we operate under the premise that Daryl is going to want an all-star caliber guy, you look around the league, it's like, well, I hear Zach Levine might be available. Yeah. I don't think yeah. – I don't think that – I, I don't think that trade's going to happen. You hear Trey Young might be available. I that would be fun, but I don't think Atlanta is trading Trey Young for James Harden. I just don't think they're doing it. All right, Brew, don't instantly negatively react to this. Great. This is great. <laughs> Show the trade. What about James Harden and Carl Anthony Towns? You can give up a first round pick as well. So Carl Anthony so the, from Philly from Minnesota's perspective, they need a point guard. Mike Conley's, you know, Wilds' his age. Um, <laughs> the, they, and they obviously have Uber invested in Rudy Gobert, and Anthony Edwards is your, you know, your combo guard scorer. If you're Philly, it almost would force Embiid to do what you want him to do more, be more on the block. Doing your old school Moses Malone because Carl Anthony, yeah, there you go. Carl Anthony Towns is gonna be shooting threes and revolutionizing the game. Oh yeah. And so right. <laughs> Maxie's your primary ball handler. Like that. Carl Anthony Towns, your big. It's come on. That's something. Know. Well, first of all, for Minnesota, I, I get it. You're not going anywhere now, but you're certainly not going anywhere with that either. Like so now you, it's not horrible, but. I don't know about Towns and Embiid together either. It's I need the Twin Towers in today. I, I need size. It's like at least fascinating to consider. And I think the, I like Levine for Harden, though. Where's Chicago? What they, they need to just be exciting. They're not going to win anything. So they, the, Levine and DeMar don't work. I don't think that moves the needle for Philly. I think as, as we can't say we, – we can talk about Harden's playoff issues, but at least we've seen him in them. Like, we don't know what Levine's playoffs issues would be. And so I don't think that makes them closer at all. I like the Carl so, Towns trade. It's I interesting. Like it. You would. Yeah. You would. I'm just going to leave what it at that. What does that mean? I'm just going to let it. You like to just, do yeah, I'm just going to let it simmer. That was you. Yeah, I'm going to let your mind, your imagination. Somebody get this man a crumble cookie <laughs> so he's not being so mean to everyone. What? 